Sales Tuners, episode 117, making a list, checking it twice. This is Sales Tuners with Jim Brown, the only weekly show where we talk about the attitude, action, and ability that gets sales reps and entrepreneurs to grow their revenue from $1 million to more than $10 million in just two years. It's time. It's time. It's Sales Tuners time. I'm Jim Brown, your host, and our weekly inspiration comes from Calvin Coolidge, who said Christmas is not a time nor a season, but a state of mind. To cherish peace and goodwill, to be plenteous in mercy, is to have the real spirit of Christmas. And in that spirit, I decided to do a remix of the 12 Days of Christmas I did last year, sharing with you my favorite highlights and tips from another year of great sales conversations. From my team at Sales Sooners to all of you, Merry Christmas. Number one was 2018's most listened to episode with Mary Jane Copps, the phone lady. We have to help our prospects and clients make decisions. We have to use language such as, Jim, based on everything you've shared with me today, the next best step is. As opposed to saying, Jim, what, what would you like to do next? Because what we hear more often today is, I'll get back to you, which is like sales purgatory that I'll get back to you. And it's, it's not because they don't want to, but because we've asked them a question and they can't make another decision. Now, look, I've gone against the grain a bit with the notion of decision fatigue from a personal standpoint, but from the point of the prospect, I get it. Instead of leaving everything up to them, prompt them by giving them the next best step. I found the hurdle of delay after delay if I just ask them what's next. And that usually comes in the form of, well, let me think about it. Let me talk to so-and-so, etc. But when I give them the next best step that most people take, or the one I believe that is right for them, I can move a deal along a lot faster. Realize, you've sold your solution dozens, if not hundreds of times, yet this is the first time they've gone through a sales process for your solution. Number two is from Sam Hay, an account executive at our sponsor, Costello, in episode 97, and he says to let prospects save you. Look, this is one of my favorite tactics in sales. From cold calls all the way through the sales cycle, the notion of intentionally playing dumb can work to your advantage. Notice, I did not say be dumb. I said play dumb. Even when I know the answer to questions, I will find a way to ask it back to them. Even going so far as saying, hey, help me out here. What does X mean or how does Y happen? Your prospects will save you if you let them. Number three was probably my favorite conversation this year when I got to talk with Amy Volus in episode 114. Amy runs Avenue Talent Partners, where she helps startups scale their own sales teams, and she ranted about how there are no hacks. 
It seems like everyone wants and expects immediate success in today's world, yet I have met very few sales reps earlier in their career that want to actually put in the work. Here's the reality. If you want to stay in sales for the long haul, you've got to realize there are no hacks. You can create efficiencies, but those come from actually doing the work and understanding what you should do more of and what you should abandon. With so much information available to you these days, including podcasts like this, it's easy to think you know everything, but to truly connect the dots, you need to spend time in the trenches talking to your customers. Number four is a thank you to everyone who has left a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That stuff really does help, guys, and I appreciate it. While I haven't reached the level of the team over at Drift with their six-star reviews breaking iTunes, I do get awesome messages from you guys, like Craig P., who said, I am new to sales after a long career in operations. Jim and his guests have given me more knowledge and tools in a few short months than I could have gained in years of stumbling about. Thank you for a great podcast. I look forward to every new episode. Number five, speaking of drift, I had CEO David Cancel on and he talked about how pride will kill you. It's pride. That's Hmm. it. Simple word, pride and the stubbornness that comes from that pride because we get locked up into our own, you know, you know, if you were to look at the cognitive biases, like consistency tendency is one that describes this, which is like, we've come up with an idea and we want to be consistent. We never want to, we would never want to go back and be inconsistent or flip-flop or whatever you want to call it. So we'll put our heads down and we'll just learn the hard way because we have an idea and we're just going to push through it instead of zooming out and learning from others. Number six is a tip from Trong Nguyen in episode 72. Trong is someone who has closed more $100 million deals then I have $1 million deals. And he said, you need to get comfortable sharing challenging information. There's a song that says something to the tune of, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. And while I don't think they had sales in mind when they sang those lyrics, it definitely applies. It's easy to share positive information. But if you want an executive to actually see value in you, you've got to break the internal filter of information they receive. Share what's actually going on no matter how challenging it may be. Number seven is a reminder from the head of sales at Indio, Paige Drews, to shut up and listen. I was very successful, but I knew I could be more so. And I was trying to figure out what is holding me back. And I realized it was myself. You know, I was over talking. I was cocky. I was overconfident. I was skipping steps. I was doing all of these things out of my own desire to be the one talking. And so I started just, and I have a rep, I guarantee if I walked through the sales floor right now at his current position, he'd probably look at me and he'd put his finger to his mouth as if to say, shh. And so there's a constant reminder of my, to myself of just, shh, just be quiet. No one wants to hear you fucking talk anymore. That definitely fits right in with Amy Volus's hashtag two ears, one mouth. Number eight is the best book I read in 2018, 
Reinvent Yourself by James Altschler. Now, admittedly, I listened to many more podcasts than I did read books this year, but this one was great. James shared summaries of interviews he's had with entrepreneurs, artists, and musicians, and his learnings that change is the only constant in life. He said companies decay, technologies disappear, governments change, relationships change, and opportunity is a shifting landscape. But probably my favorite part of the book was when he broke down Eminem's final rap battle from the movie 8 Mile to show how it applied to the business world. It was absolutely brilliant. Number nine is the notion that you should not fear the next question. Pat Rogers, vice president of sales at LearnCore, said, if you find yourself afraid to say certain things because you have no idea what a prospect may ask as a follow-up or if you'll even be able to answer the question, get over it. They're going to have a next question, whether you say the right thing or the wrong thing. I've also found that instead of making a declarative statement when I want to, if I can find a way to reword that into a question itself, the prospect will often reveal the answers to themselves while thinking you are a genius for asking it. Number 10 is a rallying cry from Eric Pratt, managing partner at Revenue River, that we should never lose alone. I really believe that every department, every person in an organization exists to serve sales. And the reason for that is bottom line is that a line goes up because a sale is made. And so everybody plays a role in sales support. And it's it's not just a one man show. Uh, you're not just a sales representative out there operating on an island in an ideal world. You're working as a team. Number 11 was my first episode while traveling when I talked with Hector Garza in London. Hector is a sales manager at Trent, a product we use on a weekly basis to produce this show. And he talked about how you should not shy away from brutally honest feedback. If you haven't read the book Radical Candor, it's one I definitely recommend. The gist of it aligns with what Hector was saying with the notion of not only being open to direct honest feedback in yourself but also building that clarity of communication in the relationships you have with your buyers. Depending on how you were raised, the directness could be a challenge in the beginning, but if you keep working at it, you'll see just how much it's appreciated. Number 12 was all the great feedback I got from my 100th episode that I dubbed, You Have My Permission. Evidently, it really resonated with some of you. If you recall, I said, maybe there's someone in your life who encourages you to do the things that make you happy. And maybe there isn't. But I assure you, the only permission that truly liberates you is the one you give yourself. It comes from within. So while you don't need to hear it from me, if you're sitting there looking for someone else to give you permission, here you go. You have my permission. Go be great. That's it. I want to thank you again for another incredible year. I hope you find peace during this holiday week and return refreshed after the new year. As always, I love hearing from each of you. So please tweet at me at SalesTuners or shoot me an email, jim at SalesTuners.com. I reply to every message that I get. All right. I hope to see you in 2019 where I'll kick off the year answering your questions in a special Ask JB episode. Until then, I'm Jim Brown. Let's make it rain. Thank you for listening to Sales Tuners. Stay up to date at www.salestuners.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. And they stay there.